This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher, and it's great to be with you once again. I'm usually coming to you from my uh, office at uh, Corpus Christi in Bismarck, where I am pastor. I'm pastor of the Church of Corpus Christi, but today I drove out west to Dickinson, North Dakota. I'm coming to you from the Aspire Health Clinic, and Michael Kidrowski is here. And as we come up on 34 minutes past the hour, as we prepare for our last half hour, Bishop John Quinn is my guest once again. I've interviewed him often, the Bishop of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Bishop Quinn, good morning to you. Good morning, Monsignor. What a blessing to be with you this morning. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, what's new out your way in your diocese? How are you? Well, I'll tell you, we're doing great. We're very blessed with vocations this year. I've been visiting all of our men at their seminaries. We do have 20 men studying for the priesthood at different levels, from college through theology and in a propedeutic year. And So we're very blessed. And whenever I get to be with our seminarians, I realize how prayerful they are, but also I'm very aware of the challenges that they have given our culture. So it's always, for me, a very hope-filled visit when I'm with them. How has your Advent been out in the uh, Diocese of Winona, Rochester? Well, I'll tell you, it's slipping by. In fact, you know, coming from Detroit, I always think of Advent as the season of greased lightning. Um, (laughs) Already we're the second week of Advent. And I have to keep slowing myself down. I have to keep uh, placing myself back like Mary into that mode of waiting on the Lord as a disciple. So I would say uh, the grace of Advent is all around in abundance. I just have to slow down to receive the gift. Uh, can we talk about uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe a bit, Bishop? Um, today sure. is the feast day of Saint Juan Diego, and I, I have um, I, I continue to study the miraculous aspects of the the image. Uh, but tell us a, l- a little bit about today's feast and and why it's important uh, following uh, yesterday's solemnity of the Immaculate Conception. Uh, these feasts really are all very, very connected. Uh, yesterday, we, of course, celebrated that beautiful feast. Uh, uh, Mary, by a singular grace, was, of course, preserved from original sin. And to celebrate that, and also she goes before us as our advocate and our hope that one day we, too, the Lord's redemptive work will be complete in us. Um, so it's, a, again, a, a day of great hope yesterday. I celebrated with our students at uh, Lord High School and with the faculty and really with all of our principals, they all came together. So we tried to make it a very festive day to honor Mary. Today with uh, St. Juan Diego, uh, the humility of Juan Diego, who, you know, this man who is... Uh, 
again, an Indian from the indigenous people there in Mexico. He can't even write his own name. And yet Mary chooses him to be the one to reveal her love for the people of North America. So Juan Diego, uh, to me, represents all of us in how we should come with humility to receive the love of Mary, the Virgin Mother of God. So that feast, and then, of course, as you know, uh, we're getting ready uh, for the great feast on of Our Lady of Guadalupe. So all of these feasts come together. It's a very Marian time in the Church. Uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe first appeared uh, uh, today, uh, 490 years ago, in 1531. And it uh, the image that is is left really as you study it uh, defies a lot of scientific explanations um, and it it really lends that there is um, there, there's truly something beautiful and and divine one of the, one of the things of, of the image of that are of our lady uh, that, that was um, uh, left on uh, the, the the tilma of, of Juan Diego is um, first of all, there, there's no under uh, sketch or under drawing on it. Um, the image in the last 500 years has shown no signs of deterioration. Um, another, another is that the image is always uh, at, at the temperature of a human body, 98.6. But but th- this this um, aspect of of the stars, the, the stars that that appear in the image in the eye of Mary, are astronomically correct. And in fact, the constellation Virgo, which represents the virginal purity, uh, appears over the area of Mary's heart, and the, the stars of that day are reversed as if looking down from heaven. Um, mm. have, have you seen this image, Bishop, live? Um, no, I've never had the privilege to go. I haven't I've either. Seen, of course, uh, I have been, you know, uh, in fact, it was until the COVID uh, has happened. Uh, I would uh, celebrate that feast uh, with the uh, prisoners at Wasika Prison, um, who are mostly, uh, that's a women's prison, and many of them have a great devotion uh, to Our Lady of Guadalupe. And, of course, the images found throughout our diocese. But they would always reenact this story um, after the Mass that I would celebrate with them, because they always loved uh, to, um, again, the St. Juan Diego having to go to the bishop to explain to the bishop that Mary wants a church built. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the bishop is not receptive to it initially. So they love to do that, and... They have, of course, many of them are mothers, and uh, they really are consoled so deeply by this image, uh, because Mary also is a mother. And uh, in their time that they're spending in prison, and, and many of them for passing bad checks and things like that, they things that were wrong, but they are now... Uh, yearning for their children, and Mary does bring to them a deep consolation. And this image is truly miraculous. 
and uh, what you just shared about it, uh, it seems we keep learning more and more about just how miraculous that image is. Uh, Bishop, why, uh, first of all, would you have been receptive to this? I mean, it's truly an unbelievable story, right? That, you know, yeah. uh, and I know that there are people that come to you with, you know, maybe some personal locutions or, 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 or what have you. Um, tell, us, tell us how the church is, is very careful and prudent always to, to, to discern um, what, what may be, for example, brought to you as, as a bishop. Right. I think that, you know, we always want to treat anybody who comes to us uh, with respect and with, with love. Uh, but we also have to discern uh, where the, a message comes from. That's the discernment. Is it from perhaps uh, themselves, uh, or is it truly from uh, the Virgin, who wants, uh, again, uh, public recognition of a message. So they, uh, what I have found over my years of having the privilege of being a bishop is to, of course, listen carefully, um, to not dismiss immediately. I mean, look at St. Juan Diego. Um, Mary uh, will pick people to be her messenger. They've always been people of simplicity, uh, so they could receive from Mary. Remember, these are not, it's not a trophy. It's really a call to greater sacrifice when any of the Marian apparitions have taken place. And so if there is a validity to that, as there was with St. Juan Diego, uh, I have to take that seriously. And then also the Church provides us with many resources to be able to examine uh, more carefully and probe to see the uh, origin, where does this message really come from? But I'm always very careful. I never know if i got a Juan Diego in front of me or a, a St. Um, you know, uh, Catherine Labore. I never know who's, who God has sent, and I'm not smart enough to know that. I, I need to be humble. The beautiful thing about this image as well, and we're going to celebrate the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe on December 12th, um, which um, will be abrogated, I believe. That's the Sunday. But uh, right. Mar- this is the first and only time Mary has appeared pregnant, the, the, this, the symbol of, of her pregnancy. That, that's very significant as well to, to the history of the time. See, that's what uh, uh, women who, uh, are for many reasons, are either separated from their child or are pregnant at the moment find so comforting um, with Mary, knowing that uh, this image reflects very much either what they're going through or have gone through, and to know that Mary understands. She brings comfort and consolation to her people. And uh, maybe you've observed this too, Monsignor, where I've seen people in front of this image in our churches uh, with tears streaming down their eyes. Um, And for uh, reasons that uh, are known not to me, but as they're sharing that with the Virgin, and you know that she's comforting them, um, maybe the loss of a child, too. There's so many uh, things, or the joy of now being pregnant. I've seen couples kneeling in front of this image, um, and with joy that uh, they're 
some the petition was answered. So she brings great comfort, and it's you know her uh, the gift of Our Lady Guadalupe is to all of us in the North Americas. The uh, the um, ribbon, uh, the uh, adorned with a ribbon. Uh, we're talking about uh, the Virgin of Guadalupe and the image. Um, Mary is shown with that black ribbon ar- around her waist, as you spoke about, Bishop. I read somewhere that a, d- a doctor examined the image and-, and found that Mary's stomach was the exact dimensions uh, of, of an expectant mo- mother in her ninth month of pregnancy. And so th- wow. that, 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 too, is, is, really, wow. is really inspiring for for uh, the, the, she, she has to be the patron, the, the patroness of those uh, who are pregnant, uh, very beautifully. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, being here in Winona, I'm across the river from the La Crosse Diocese, and of course uh, the wonderful shrine to Our Lady of Guadalupe there, uh, and that uh, is in the diocese there, and Cardinal Burke, of course, has a great devotion uh, to Our Lady of Guadalupe. And uh, the times when I've been over there, and you see uh, how uh, mothers and and fathers to be, or with their own, with their children gathered around, uh, you know, giving thanks to Mary or seeking her petition, it's very powerful. Uh, anything else coming up in your diocese, um, Bishop? We um, visited uh, maybe a little too long about the image, but I, I just love to study that. Bishop John Quinn is my guest, di- the Bishop of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. And um, any, any other feasts that we should be aware of as we, uh, as we uh, like you said, in Greece, lightning fashion, move towards Christmas. <laughs> I <like> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I grease lightning. It just goes so quickly. And uh, Advent is a very favorite time of mine because it is really the time when um, we prepare both for uh, remembering the first coming, but then also that the Lord will come again. And to be ready for that and to be as servants ready when the Lord returns and finds us about His work. I would just say, you know, this uh, weekend is, of course, the we light the pink candle. Uh, this is the time for us to rejoice, uh, and it's already the third week. Um, I would just, uh, my little bit of wisdom here, I know I've got to rekindle that Advent spirit. I know, uh, you know, the whole world is celebrating Christmas. It really celebrates it before the 25th. But I would just encourage, and I do try and do this myself, um, get back into an Advent spirit. Uh, allow the Lord to surprise us. Allow the mystery of the Incarnation to overwhelm us, that God would become one of us. And in, and in doing so, even took our sins upon himself, though sinless. So uh, the, the rejoicing is not, well, we're almost done with Advent. The rejoicing is how much we're loved and to get our hearts ready to receive that love. So I would encourage everyone, it's already, with Grease Lightning, we're moving from the second to the third Sunday. Um, Be ready, the Lord is what? Very near. And as you said, Bishop, uh, this weekend is a beautiful opportunity as we uh, light the, the rose candle and see the rose vestments. It's an opportunity for us to reset. We, and one thing about our faith, it, it's never too late, right? We, we can always reset. 
we can always begin right. again. That that is that is truly what's fundamental about uh, our Lord's mercy upon us. Just to reset, and I, I like that reminder, and I I think it should be um, taken to heart by all who are listening. It's very beautiful. Yeah, I would just say that that's the beauty of it, and also it's a wonderful time to seek out the sacrament of penance. What greater way to prepare the way of the Lord? Like last weekend, you know, the message was to lower the mountains and fill the valleys, you know, make the winding road straight, you know, prepare the way of the Lord. Uh, What a wonderful time to rejoice. The Lord is very near. Uh, Encourage all of us, including myself here. Uh, I'm not just a confessor, I'm a penitent. Uh, And to receive the grace of being a beloved son and daughter, forgiven and always restored to deeper friendship in the Lord. Are you still having Masses uh, around at the hospitals in your area, Bishop? Oh, of course we do. Um, While we sometimes have to be, uh, you know, we take uh, greater caution and with masks and things, but uh, the mission of the Church is strong and continues. The vine of Christ cannot stop growing. I know of uh, patients who have um, been uh, visited by you in in the hospital um, during some very desperate, during some very dark times in their life, and uh, they they certainly remember you with um, with with great fondness. So, uh, and um, one in particular, you were had a seminarian with you making some rounds with the chaplain there and. It's just, um, I just want to commend you f- for that, and uh, he he tells me that story every time I see him. So, um, your work is not for naught, you know that, Bishop. Oh, thank you. It's, a, it's a really a privilege to visit the sick and those that are struggling, because uh, in some ways, that's all of us, too. And uh, to be able to bring the comfort of Christ. And, you know, I always uh, ask those who especially if I'm with somebody who's on the journey home to God. Uh, Now, when my turn comes for me to make the journey to leave this world, please come and help me as I leave this world to let it go with a great love and help me to embrace the final visitation, the one with the triune God. So I always figure this way, we're sending it ahead, you know, Um, the... Those that we have helped in this world are going to help us into the next world. Bishop John Quinn, thank you for being my guest today. You're, you're a regular contributor to Real Presence Radio, and you are um, a great supporter of the network. Always a pleasant interview. And I want to thank you for coming on today to, to prepare us uh, to slow down. Uh, the grease lightning that we can get yeah. on towards Christmas a little bit. And uh, your words are very, very grace. So thank you very much. Thank you, Monsignor, and God bless you. And to all of our audience, may our gracious God let his face shine upon you, be gracious to you all the days of your life, fill your heart with his peace. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, come upon you and remain forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Bishop Quinn, and visit us again, okay? Thank you, Monsignor. God bless you. Fantastic. Bishop John Quinn, the Bishop of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Uh, I I always enjoy interviewing him, uh, and I want to thank him for coming on, and uh, I want to 
acknowledge all of our listeners out in the Minnesota area, particularly of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, whose bishop was just our guest. We're going to take a short break as we come up on 53 minutes past the hour. This is Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Patrick Schumacher. I'm in Dickinson today. We'll be back in just one moment. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. One of the region's most recognized holiday traditions, Christmas at the Cathedral presents Be Born in Me, featuring Shane McConnell, Shelley Jennings, music director Dan Goler, and actress Apollonia Davalos. Six productions, December 16th through the 19th at the Cathedral of St. Joseph. Get your tickets today at all Sioux Falls High V locations or online at ccfesd.org. Don't miss this inspiring Christmas celebration, Christmas at the Cathedral. I think what people appreciate about these, this Catholic radio is this. You, can, you don't have to listen to it for hours. It's not like uh, giving 45 minutes to an album or something. You can just get little snippets as you're driving from here to there. And that's the neat thing about the Catholic radio because, or even like as opposed to going to Mass where you're going to be there for a whole hour. Nothing wrong with that, obviously. We want people to do that. But the beauty of Catholic radio is that it's accessible 24-7 for 5 minutes, 30 seconds, 8 minutes as you drive from here to there to there. And I think that's what they appreciate. It's always there. Mm. And secondly, I guess what I'm hearing from people is that they appreciate that it's local, that this radio station is local. It's fun when you can hear the local stuff, even like this live drive. Right. So I think people appreciate that, and I'm always impressed by all the guests they have from all over the states, these three states, not just from one diocese. They get people from every diocese every week, it seems like, and that's just a great, I know it takes a lot of work, range a lot of stuff every day, every week, but that really keeps people, I think, attached to this radio station. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Before we go to our preview, I I threw in my bag Cardinal Burke's Christmas card to me. He quoted um, St. Gregory the Great in in this year's uh, card. Um, St. Gregory the Great who said, uh, It was fitting, too, that he was born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem is translated House of Bread. And it is he who said... I am the living bread who came down from heaven. So that's, uh, we know that Bethlehem does mean house of bread. And uh, we're getting close to that celebration of our Lord's birth. And I want to thank you for listening to this show today. Time goes by. Eli, um, why don't you run by what we got ahead of us? Hey, thanks, Monsignor. Great show today. Got another good one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Father Brian Christensen and Brett Eckert, coming to you live from the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Rapid City, South Dakota. They'll visit with Nella Leary. She'll talk about 52 devotions for Catholic women. 
Then Eric Klutz will tell us about the great things happening at the Abbott House and how they're transforming the lives of youth across the state of South Dakota. Plus, hear what's on the mind of Father Brian Christensen and Brett Eckert in host banter. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Uh, Eli, thank you. You just turned, when did you turn 21? Uh, Last month. Last month. No, two months ago. Two months ago. Time flies. Well, happy birthday to you. Hey, thanks. Um, kind of a milestone birthday, 21, is it? Yeah, it's, it's the last one that people really care about, and then yeah. after that, they're just all kind of the same. Yeah, uh, 30 you know, you 16, good. 18, 21, and then after that, it's just... Like, 40s good, <laughs> fif- fif- 50s are really good, don't be afraid of your 50s. Um, and <laughs> well, I'm looking, hopefully I make it that far. I'm right? looking forward to my 60s, I'm, I'm very happy to be 54, and I'm not going to go back for anything. <laughs> Uh, right, right, Michael. Why, why should I, I want credit for these years? Right. Oh, absolutely. You've you've earned them, Monsignor. You you have uh, there so, be a lot of credit to you. Uh, we can banter too here, uh, and like anybody else. Uh, th- <laughs> thanks for your work today. Uh, what, what's uh, on the horizon for Real Presence Radio? What do you got well, going we have, on? Uh, uh, your, the your the year end uh, is coming up, and. Uh, uh, we will be receiving our newsletter in the mail here this week. It's scheduled this week, so look for that. There's a lot of great stories in there. Uh, we're featuring, uh, highlighting some of our uh, some of our listeners in there, and and uh, so look for that. And uh, so, yeah, we're closing out the calendar year, which is uh, always an exciting time for Real Presence Radio. In that we are done with our fall banquets, we're done with our live drive. And so we're uh, uh, looking forward to uh, 2022 months. You believe it? 2022. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the year 2000 came, and I remember when 2000 was going to end the world. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we're, that. We're getting close to a quarter century into it. Yeah. Uh, how often does your newsletter go out? A quarterly. Very so, good. So uh, this is the year-end uh, uh, newsletter, and uh, yeah, just a really nice newsletter with uh, stories that you will enjoy. I just uh, commend uh, all that you do with with um, your work, and uh, we're also grateful for God's grace for continuing to promote uh, and to make Real Presence Radio effective in, in so many ways, um, some of which we hear most of what we don't. But it's, it's working. God's grace is working. Indeed it is. So thank you for listening. My name has been and still is still Monsignor is. Schumacher. It's been <laughs> Monsignor Schumacher during this whole show. I'm going to do some things here in Dickinson and then head back. Thanks for listening. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.